this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottage core life. Today, we're going to start a project that doesn't stay indoors this time. We've been covering a lot of indoor decor, but I think it's time to start something inside that eventually will wind up outside. This project will be fun, but it needs a little bit of patience. Don't worry if you don't have a green thumb. A try is better than a fail. So, what are we making? Open up your big book of stuff and turn to the section on trees. Because today, we're going to prepare to start our coffee can grove. Let's get started. I would like to start this off by being clear. We are not making a coffee grove. Unless you're in an area where it's hot enough that you can make a coffee grove. Here in Africa, you can definitely make a coffee grove. If you're in Ghana, if you are in South America, you could definitely make a coffee grove. If you're in Michigan, probably not. Unless you have a massive greenhouse, then you could try to make a coffee grove. But it wouldn't technically be a, a grove, so that, that's another issue. So someone call the arborist! Call the arborist! Okay, but what we are using is the coffee can. The can that the coffee comes in. You could theoretically use coffee bags. You just have to make sure that they're vertical. And honestly, the dust from the coffee will be beneficial to what you're doing. So don't rinse it out. Alright, let's go to the next part. Now, if you've saved tree seeds, things like acorns and nuts, over the fall last year, you've already got your stuff started. You've already got your raw materials. It's not too late to go out and find some, though. If you have neighbors that saved their walnuts, or if you have neighbors that saved other items that are the seeds of a nut tree, or if you have neighbors that have something like a pomegranate bush or tree, or if they have a lemon tree or an orange tree, you get my drift. If you've saved these seeds, now is your time to shine because now you get to go through them and see which ones look like they're still viable. You want to do no more than eight per can or eight per plastic container. If you're using coffee bags, those thin ones, no more than four. The reason being 
even though we're just starting seedlings, we don't want them crowded. If you are using large nuts, not an acorn per se, but if you're using walnuts or hickory nuts, you want to reduce that number to half. Now, some of you are probably looking at your radio right now, or your phone, or your computer, and you're saying, I didn't save any seeds. This isn't fair. Where am I supposed to get seeds? I've got you covered. There are many places online that you can order tree seeds. But if you don't want to use the online resources, you can definitely check your community and find a seed library. Many communities have seed libraries that will let you have seed. Some of them have tree seeds. You can also check your local extension, your agricultural extension office, or your county agent they may be able to tell you where to find tree seeds. They can also tell you what seeds or what trees are not allowed to be planted in your area. Believe it or not, there are restrictions on different kinds of trees in different areas for various reasons. One example is Michigan. In Michigan, we can't plant ash trees. The reason we can't plant ash trees is because of an infestation. The emerald ash borer has destroyed our ash forest. I mean, every once in a while you'll find an ash tree in maybe a nature preserve. But we are not allowed to plant ash trees. We're trying to starve out that bug. If we do not starve out that bug, we will not be able to replant ash. This means entire generations of children are growing up and don't know how to identify an ash tree in person in Michigan. All because of an infestation. For forest management to be able to work we have to cooperate and do what's best for our ecosystem. In order to have ash trees tomorrow, we can't plant ash trees today. So it's always important before you start this project. Check what the restrictions are in your state, province, parish, or area so that you don't do harm. We must never do harm. Another thing you want to do before you start this project. Make sure you have an area where growing these trees will not interfere in someone else's landscape design or property. Try to find a wild place. 
There are a lot around you where you could get away with this. It is very much along the line of guerrilla gardening. Unless you're doing it on your own property. Or under the benevolent permission of a school or under a grant for beautification. If you can get that, it's even better. Maybe check with friends who have some experience too, if this is your first time planting trees. But sometimes you just gotta go for it, you know? Just go for it. Along with these other factors, you want to make sure that the soil that you begin with, the mix, the potting mix that you start with is beneficial and appropriate for the tree that you're planting. You wouldn't want something highly acidic for a plant that can't take acid. So you want to make sure you blend it properly reading some books from the gardening section of the library is always wonderful. Purchasing books is even better. Helps support your local authors at all times. And looking online is good. Don't forget your county extension office. They're great. Agriculturalists study this as a life's work. So you definitely can get a wealth of information that may not be written down. Arborists as well. So check them out. Once you've done everything you're supposed to do to prepare this project, now let's talk about how we do it. If you are winter sowing your plants, it'll make it easier on you because you really don't have to do much except prep your soil, put your seeds in, wet it down properly, and then cover it with the top of a milk job, the way we talked about in winter sowing. However, if you're starting them indoors, you're going to have to trick them. Put all your seeds in the freezer for a little while, depending on the plant. Some of them have to freeze. Now, some of them don't. Those you can put in the refrigerator. If you're in a hot region, you don't have to do this at all. Also make sure that if the seeds have to be stratified or if they have to be in a fire first, you take care of that. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding at all. You'd be surprised. Learn your tree, learn your seed. Find out what makes it go. Once you've planted them and you decide to start them indoors, try to make sure that they are generally along the same time as far as when they're going to begin the sprout. Plant them, water them. Make sure you have drainage holes along the bottom edge of the coffee can. Usually about a half an inch or maybe two centimeters above. No, about a centimeter above the bottom. Maybe drill some holes or pierce and that's it. Put it in a nice area where it'll get a little bit of sun. As the sun comes through and the sun increases during the winter, and it changes to spring, eventually they'll sprout. Once they get about the height, and watch them carefully because sometimes they shoot up very quickly. 
let's think it's about the height of a half foot, you know, about six inches, or at least a hand length. Now, if you're playing basketball and you're six foot seven, you want a half hand length. But once they get about that tall, it's time to start dividing them out of the coffee can. You'd be surprised how long those roots can get. It, they're they're going to get very long, very fast. Once we've got that going, you need to start dividing them. That's when you're going to start looking at putting them in something longer and something taller. One way to save on soil, because you're going to have to add soil, and to save on trauma, is once you remove the root ball, roll it in a tube of newspaper. But you, of course, you're going to fold over the bottom. Fill it full of dirt and set it to the side for a little while. Then you could put all of your newspaper tubes into a very large bucket or into a number 10 wash tub, depending on how many you have. I don't know how many pots you started. I'm not the boss of you. But be careful. Again, they will grow very quickly. If they are dormant, if you've gotten them to where you started this maybe in the fall and they're dormant, you could take them outdoors, lay them on the ground on their side at a 30 degree angle in a row and plant them and let them go dormant because you've already started growing them in the fall, you let them harden off and look up how to harden your plants. <clears throat> You've let them harden off for a few weeks off and on, and you plant them out there and they go dormant, you're good to go. Just put them outside, bury them, let the, the top stick out, and when you dig them back up, it's great. If you're doing it in the spring, keep them indoors until about a week before your last frost, and then start hardening them off on the porch. Now that you've done all this work, you've been taking your plants in and out, hardening them if it's springtime, or you dug them up if it's springtime and you did this project in the fall, now it's time to lay out your grove. You could go old fashioned and just lay maybe two straight lines out. Be sure to plan, be sure to plan how far apart these trees need to be. If they're too close, that's not good for the tree. And then you plant. My recommendation though, is to make a hula hoop ring. Use a hula hoop, or if you don't have a hula hoop, make a 36 inch diameter circle around each plant and make sure that you put fresh soil and good leaves so that it has a good foundation. Also, that you know, that way you know exactly where your tree is. Other things might start to sprout up. Another good way to protect it, you could even put down cardboard all the way around so nothing else is growing there. Okay, so here's where we do something fun and we actually give some credit to a gardener that I absolutely love. I love watching David the Good online. Favorite gardener show on YouTube. Check him out. Wisdom, 
kindness, grace, just good energy, great knowledge, check him out. And that's why I'm telling you that before you plant those seedlings, dig that hole double deep and burn something in it first so that you have that ash in the bottom of there and then plant. And if you've got scraps or whatever, put it in there. Once you've got everything planted, you're good to go. But it doesn't, again, have to be two rows. I mean, I'm from Detroit, so you know I love the two-row system for a grove because, obviously, the Jesuits and the Jesuit grove are the Jesuit pears. That's a whole other episode. The secret of the Jesuit pears and the search for them and the efforts on both sides of the river, which is actually a straight between Ontario and Michigan to try to save the Jesuit pairs. Little known fact, there are actually 13 trees in that grove instead of 12 for the Jesuit pairs. It was actually a grove of 12 that were supposed to represent the disciples but the third and, and Jesus, but the thirteenth one was supposed to be Judas. And according to local folklore, one of those trees still exists. But again, you don't have to use a grove-like thing with two lines. You could also make a circle. Circular groves are, are awesome. If you plan ahead, you could even space them so that they have an extra wide opening space at the four points of the compass so people can go in and out easily and be surrounded by them. And if you're on private property, this is a great time to maybe plant a garden in each of the four quarters so that you have different flowers and plants growing. Like this could be a really big project or a really small project. It's up to you. So start saving those coffee cans. Doesn't matter what brand. They don't have to be metal, they can be plastic. This is a great way to recycle them. But get into it. You know, there's a place you can buy a lot of used coffee cans that they've saved here in Michigan, specifically in Detroit on the east side. It's called Arts and Scraps. They sell coffee cans there. They're a nonprofit organization staffed by primarily volunteers check them out. That way, if you don't drink coffee, you can still do this project. Or you can use the bottom of a milk carton. Winter sewing is all the rage, at least on this podcast. So, before I make like a tree and leave, you knew that was coming. You knew it was coming. I want to thank you for spending this time with me. I love sharing projects with my friends, and we're friends, right? And this project is long-lasting because you don't plant a tree for today. You plant it for the future. And just think about it. You're planting an entire ecosystem area in a coffee can. Makes that morning cup of coffee worth it, doesn't it? And it's always worth spending time with you, 
here on my magical cottagecore life. See you next time.